welcome to C3 Wellington and Hutt City. Need something fresh, real and powerful in your life? Connect with us on social media, get podcast notifications, updates on events, collective groups and a whole lot more. We're so glad you're joining us for a powerful and thought-provoking message from one of our pastors. We would love to hear how God has touched you in your life. Get in touch through our website, c3churchwellington.nz. So, sit back and enjoy this message. As a church, we're in week three of our practical series. So, strangely enough, um, some of you will know that whenever Steve says, will you preach, I say yes. I'm not a please put me on the preaching roster person. But whenever he asked me, I say yes. And then he asked me because he thought, how could you not do one of the practical series because you are the most practical person? And then um, on Monday, I said, so am I preaching? And he said, um, well, I want to cover honour. So, um, and I said, well, we talked about love. And he was like, you're it. And then I'm like, oh, no, it's the school holidays. When am I going to do this? So I have um, just carved out time. And um, so, yeah, what we've covered so far, Pastor Steve has covered faith in week one and generosity in week two in both amazing, helpful messages. So please, if you haven't, listen to them on podcast or Podbean. And um, the title of my message this week is Love One Another. Okay, so it is going to be practical. Um, and... Yeah, I'm just going to go for it. So my key scripture is John 15, verse 17 from the Passion Translation. So this is my parting command. Love one another deeply. Okay, so loving one another deeply. What is deeply? Deeply means intensely, greatly, enormously, extremely, very much. So he could have just said love one another, but he says love one another deeply. So love one another enormously, love one another extremely, love one another very much. I just want to add in here, um, our worship was incredible this morning, and that last song, I love that, even on the darkest night, I almost felt like that was prophetic, bringing that to church this morning, Um, and we just, what I wanted to say is we must stop and receive his love, um, so that then we can love others. His love must pour through us. Um, we must be loved by him and receive that love for ourselves. Um, and remembering we are just as human and as broken as our neighbour, as our unbelieving family, um, as our boss, our spouse, our kids or our bus driver. In First John 4 verse 7 from the Passion Translation, it says, Those who are loved by God, let his love continually pour from you to one another, because God is love. Everyone who loves is fathered by God and experiences an intimate knowledge of him. So my main point of my message, I wrote point number one, but I don't have another one. So it's my point. My point is love is an action, not a feeling. So I will recap in a minute on that. But So love is an action, not a feeling. Um, the world is so hungry for love and for acceptance and for value. Mother Teresa said that a person would rather be starving than feel unloved. Isn't that powerful? So in John 13, 13 to 34, I've got a lot of scripture because there is so much in the Bible about love. I think he's trying to get the point across. So I give you now a new commandment. Love each other just as much as I've loved you. To me, I feel like that's impossible. Like he gave his son 
And I'm thinking, how do we love one another as much as he loved us? That is a task for all of us, I'm sure. But he says, for when you demonstrate the same love I have for you by loving one another, everyone will know that you're my true followers. So as we love one another, those around us will know that we're his followers. Isn't that amazing? Um, This verse in Matthew 5, verse 44. However, I say to you, love your enemy. Oh, bless the one who curses you. Do something wonderful for the one who hates you. Not just do something, do something wonderful. I thought, oh my gosh. And respond to the very ones who persecute you by praying for them. And um, prayer is so powerful. And I think, you know, when we pray, um, Steve and I start our Tuesdays and Thursdays with prayer. It's the days he works for church. And it's so good just to pray for people because sometimes we can think something or we're not sure of something. And as soon as we start praying for that person or that situation, our heart and perspective change. And, you know, we capture God's heart for that person or the situation. And in my opinion, one of the best ways to love one another is to pray for one another. You know, there's so much power in prayer and it is so accessible and we can pray anywhere. We don't have to go to a room or shut the door or hide in our car or have a shower. We can pray anywhere. And it's so powerful, prayer. So quoting Pastor Phil Pringle, as always, out of his awesome devotional book, he says, when we love people, we believe in them. One of the greatest acts of love is to believe in people. When our faith and love is Christ-centred, these attitudes do not just remain in the realm of nice feelings, but they become effective in transforming people's worlds. What really works is believing in people and loving them. And as Steve's spoken about, Pastor Ellen and Ellen the Hood, they believed in us. You know, it's so good to have people that believe in you, and it's so good to believe in people, because I'm not sure what you're like, but when people believe in me, I just think, yeah. Like, I do feel so loved in those situations, and believing in people is actually key. I just think believing in people um, and loving people. I also think, though, we need to continually check our motivation and heart around loving one another. Um, You know, um, loving people, thinking, like, if I love them or do this for that person then, you know, maybe they'll come to church. You know, that's not a bad thing. But, you know, I just, I hope you get my heart here. It's just that we check, you know, just love people for loving people. Just love people. Love the person right in front of you. Like my current go-to girl at New World. I do not know her name yet. But I go there far too often because we live so close. So surprisingly, I get to choose who I get served by. And... I beeline for this girl. She's always friendly. I'm making a goal to get to know her and genuinely be interested in chat with her. She always asks me how my day is. I look up in these moments. I pause. I engage and I take time to listen. Listen. I think this is one of the keys. Too often we can be thinking of what we are saying next in the conversation and that is not true listening. And a listening ear is an absolute gift to some people, as it's been to me on countless moments. And I think, like, for me, I'm one of those look-for-the-moments people. So we'll be in a mall or somewhere, and I'll, be, I'll say to Steve, did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? No. 
but you know, but we must, you know, we can all learn to look up and be in those moments and look for ways to love people. Not saying Steve doesn't love people, he does an incredible job, but I'm one of those just love, you know, I'm a people watcher, love the arrivals at the airport, don't like the departures, but I'm like, I wonder how long they've been away, I wonder what the situation is, are they dating, are they, you know, like, honestly, like, I love it. Always making up stories about people. Like, to myself, not, you know, telling the world, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> anyway, First John 4.21 says, Whoever loves God must also demonstrate love to others. Loving others is not optional, guys. It's mandatory. God says we must, so we must. Send a text. I love texting and messaging people, maybe because I'm a words person, but it can actually mean so much to someone. Never underestimate. No, sorry. Never underestimate how words can change the direction of someone's day. Oh gosh. Anyway, even leave a post-it note on your work colleague's desk. It could say something as simple as you are doing a great job or you are awesome. You know, when you make your husband's lunch, yes, I make my husband's lunch, draw love hearts on his fruit. <laughs> or pop notes in your kids' lunch boxes. It's so simple but so powerful. Just like this week, we received a beautiful card with a hundred words in it from Bethany. So encouraging, supportive, loving, honouring words that changed our day, literally. She didn't know the effect, but chose to love. With her thoughtfulness and her words. You know, a card we can read over and over on those hard days because who knows we have hard days and hard nights you know cards are one of my favourite things and my dream is to have a glory box with a card for every occasion when I grow up I'm 37 I am trying to grow up <laughs> you know we will always find ways to love people if we're looking I think I've already said that um, in First John 3.18 out of the Passion Translation Sorry, this is normal for me. Okay, beloved children, our love can't be an abstract theory we only talk about, but a way of life demonstrated through our loving deeds. You know, a reminder that love is an action. I'll never forget being in a supermarket one day. It was actually in Mount Monganui. Bit of a theme here. I was in the supermarket. And I saw this young couple with an almost empty trolley. Besides, like, I think they had, like, a budget loaf of bread and some milk, you know, those days, when that's all you can get. And um, she was pregnant and in the confectionery aisle. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway, I had a few young kids at the time, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this one woman is craving some chocolate. She needs treats. <laughs> anyway, I just thought you know what, I'm just going to get them some money out. 
I didn't. I don't carry cash. Still don't. But when I paid for my bits, I um, got some cash out. It wasn't much. I think it was twenty dollars or forty dollars or something. And um, I ran over and I just literally threw it in his hand, and um, and took off. And he must have kind of like saw who I was enough to recognise who I was. But um, as I was getting my children into the car, because who knows that takes ten minutes. Um, he came sprinting over and I was thinking, oh no, what's he going to say? Is he going to like beat me up? Um, but he was just like, you have no idea. He just said, thank you so much. And he was so blown away that I had like a paru car and like young kids. He just thought I was like probably like, you know, this wealthy person. But it was just, he was just so blown away. And I just think there's so much power in that, you know, it wasn't really that I gave, but I was obedient to the prompting. And I think there's so many opportunities that we can um, love people. So, um, you know, always there'll always be promptings to pay for the person's coffee in the queue behind you, to pay for people's fuel, to pay for the person in front of you whose card declines and being thankful that it's not you this time. You know, I know Steve covered off generosity last week, but this is a powerful way to love people and to invite Jesus into your day and ask him, who can you love today and how? You know, there'll always be opportunities. And if you have an idea or a thought, just act on it. Um, Be hospitable. Have people over. Invite people in. Have an open door policy. Mother Teresa says, spread love everywhere you go. First of all, in all your own house. Give love to your children, to your wife or your husband, to a next door neighbour. Let no one ever come to you without leaving better and happier. Be the living expression of God's kindness, kindness in your face, kindness in your eyes, kindness in your smile and kindness in your warm greeting. You know, loving one another is so rewarding, isn't it? So I've got a question. How do you feel loved? Or how do you receive love? How do those in your sphere, or you know, those you live with, those you board with, those you work with, um, how do they feel loved? Ask them. Um, some of the ways I feel loved or receive love: coffee, <laughs> when people do my washing. Well, otherwise, I do it myself. I mean, I do it myself, but you know, that's a massive one. When Steve puts the rubbish out, so simple, right? Um, when people cook me dinner or invite me for dinner, like last night Steve cooked dinner, date night, massage, deep conversation, words, honour and fresh flowers. That's just like a few of my... Um, so how do you receive love? I just want to let you know that everyone is lovable. You know, there's something in everyone. We need to search it out and we need to love what people are, but don't speak what they are not. Just love what they are. It's great that this is getting recorded and videoed. James 2 verse 8 says, You must love and value your neighbour as you love and value yourself. You must love and value your neighbour. I just want to speak about love languages. So Gary Chapman wrote this amazing book, The Five Love Languages. If you're not familiar with it, I want to tell you that there are five, okay? So number one, I don't really know what order they go and it doesn't matter, but one is quality time, two is acts of service, three is gift giving, 
four is words of affirmation, and five is physical touch. So can you, out of those five, identify which one or two you are? You know, the funny thing is we often speak our own love language, thinking it is loving one another, but we're often filling up our own love tank. For example, my number one is acts of service. So cleaning all day and doing the yard work, Steve will get home and he'll appreciate it, but it won't necessarily be filling up his love tank because his number one is words of affirmation. So if you get that, so it's not saying that me doing those things is bad, but that's me speaking my own love language. So what we need to do is um, think of ways to love those in your world, in your day. Try things. We won't always get it right. We won't always get the response we want, but don't stop loving. And when you receive love from an action, where possible, give feedback. So when those are trying to love you, if you are able to let them know, you know, for example, when Bethany turns up with fresh flowers, Bethany, I love fresh flowers. If I don't say that, she might think, did she like them, didn't she? I'm not sure. She now knows that I love cards because I did an Instagram post raving about her cards. So, you know, give feedback um, to those in your world when you can, when they love you or do something that you're like, man, I felt so loved. I felt so loved, Steve, when you cooked dinner last night and cleaned up the kitchen and went to the pack and save with five children. You know, I felt so loved. So I did that last night. I'm like, I'm practicing what I'm preaching. But you know, so then those who are trying to love you will know how to love you best and get creative. It doesn't have to cost money to love people. You can smile. You can, oh, there's so many ways. And if you want to know ways, come and see me and I'll give you a practical list of ways you can love people in your world. In 1 John 4.19, it says, Our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. You know, it's like when we receive his love and we realise, oh my gosh, you loved me. That was his choice. He chose to love us, imperfect us. You know, our response to that should be, oh my gosh, I'm just going to love everyone I come in contact with. It's not hard to love people. Although I do know there are so many situations, I'm not undermining things and trauma and problems and situations, but find something to love in that. Um, there's always something. And that will also help your situation and change your perspective. In 2 John 1 verse 6, it says, For to walk in love toward one another is the unifying commandment we've heard from the beginning. This verse talks of action, to walk in love toward one another. We've talked about faith in action. We've talked about generosity, which always requires action. And love is an action, even if it's just a smile. I'm nearly done, guys. So we need to choose to love. Love is a choice. It's a lifestyle. It's a commitment. It's a trust. And it's not a fuzzy feeling in your tummy. In Mark 12, 30 to 32, he says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbour as yourself. So finishing off now, the call is simple. Love God and then love others. He loved us first who were unworthy of love 
and therefore we can take our grace-filled love and dispense it. So to recap, love is an action, not a feeling. Choose to love, commit to loving those who you come in contact with. And the key verse again is John 15 verse 17. So this is my parting command. Love one another deeply. So this week, go on mission. Look for ways to love one another. Figure out how you receive love and ask those you live with, work with, commute with, train with, study with, how they receive love. And my final line, spread or sprinkle love around like confetti this week. 